Welcome to The Sober Gay, a podcast about being sober in the LGBT community and beyond. I'm your host, Dylan Gay, and yes, that is my real last name. Hi, Aubrey. Hello, Dylan. How are you? You know, living. I'm doing great today. My team won, big game. Oh, so, yeah. Sport. Yeah. Sport ball. I know. I watch sport ball. Yeah. Give us um, the rundown for the sport. Okay. This is sports with Aubrey. <clears throat> so Michigan-Ohio State rivalry game. Uh-huh. Huge, huge, huge game. Like we hate Ooh. each other type of deal. Okay. Um, Michigan has not won in the past nine years. What's going on with them? So, well, they won this year. Uh, okay. So, Ooh, and they killed them. But yeah, they were not doing so well. Ohio State was, they're a really good team. They've been a really good team for a while. But Ooh. we won this time, and it feels good. We're, that drag is done. We don't have to worry about losing for another year now. Okay. And we're going for a national championship. And that has been Sports with Aubrey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll be back in two weeks. Oh, and now for the weather. No. <laughs> Gay weather with Dylan Gay. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been? What have you been up to? Well, you know what's been going on. (laughs) (laughs) I think, but do the listeners. Well, well, they're about to. So, (laughs) you know as well as I do, I am a a time hopper and a job hopper. So, (laughs) um, I'm one of those people that's like, if I don't like a place, I've always just been like, peace. Or something has happened. Or just stuff happens. You know, employment changes. (laughs) Um, most recently though, I was actually liking this place I was working at. It was kind of cool. Kind of (sighs) cool. Just kind of. But stupid, stupid things happen. And it was the first time I'd ever been fired from somewhere. Mm. I know. Mm. I've never been fired from a place. How did that feel? Weird. I was just so polite. Like, I don't know. I was just like, oh my God, I've never done this before. (laughs) And like, they were like, well, this like, we hate to do this, but like. It was, you know, policy. Oh, because okay, what had happened was um, <laughs> there was a sting. It was a setup. Um, Denver police had Mm-mm. set up um, people with like fake IDs and people with underage IDs Mm-mm. and things like that. And I was working at this little place, and I was in the kitchen at the time because we like rotate positions. And someone had come in and order something, and. I was just, you know, like, okay, yeah. And I relayed the message, relayed the order to someone else. So mm-hmm. they gave that person the ticket and then fired both of us. So sucks. Um, yeah. I'd never been fired, though. It was such an experience. I even said to them, I was like, well, I just kind of take this as like a societal experience. <laughs> like, like, always check IDs, small little things like that. I hate yeah. that. I, I'm sorry. I, I really hate stings. I really believe that well, they I mean, are. It's just like so funny because I like preach about, you know, not drinking and stuff. And then I end up doing these little jobs where I, I end up serving and stuff like that just because it's what I know how to do. And it's quick, good, fast money, you yeah. know. Um, but then something like that happens. It's like over oh, checking an ID, and it's like of all people, me. It's like it's, it feels just so weird, you know? Yeah. Well, and I, I, I mean, the thing is, is they expect you to check every little piece of like that ID, and yeah, I don't, I, I don't know other people who've worked at the airport out there, but let me tell you, 
if you have time to check every single thing on that ID, you're not working at an airport. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy how busy it gets at like airport bars and restaurants and like how much they expect of them. So yeah, and you have people annoying. who are like, "Oh, I need to leave in forty minutes," and you're like, yeah. "Okay, well, cool. I have ten other people doing the same thing." Yeah, the whole situation there is just like, a, like a time time warp, time zone, different place or whatever. Yeah. Um. But but is there positivity <laughs> outside of that? Um, yeah, uh, so anyway, uh, they since they gave me the can can, um, I said choo choo <laughs> and Thomas the engine over to a different place. I'm gonna be working in the airport again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get away from airport money. That's good money, you all. Oh my god, okay, just so you, I'm gonna give you all the cheese, May like the airport money with serve versus regular we call it street side serving mm-hmm. which is just any restaurant that's not in an airport um i'm sure there's other exceptions for other types of concessions and mm-hmm. arena events but you know just doing it street side versus airport bartending and serving the money in airports oh my gosh yeah get out of street side places and yeah. get to your nearest airport and work there i've been staring at aubrey the i'm whole working time. on it i'm working on going back to the airport yeah so. i mean that's how me and aubrey met working at an airport bar yeah. and let me just tell you great time great money great time great money i mean when you're making money you're happy i was pretty depressed at the time. i <laughs> honestly that's why i quit i said i will never work yeah. a job like this again for that kind of money but now i'm kind of like i need the money yeah it's good when you limit your time there yeah because it's like one of those things where when you're there five days a week and you're it's very fast-paced and very quick um very expensive um but when you're when you're in it what was i saying (laughs) when you're in like working at the restaurant um the money (laughs) yeah yeah, the money is great. Um, like I would say, like I would work my ass off working street side and come home with like maybe like two hundred fifty dollars and feel so good about it. Mm-hmm. But like when you're at the airport, you bring home like seven hundred dollars and feel like, oh, that was the best night. Yeah, like that was a good night. I need, I need to go back. Yeah, soon enough. Well, yeah, I'm glad you're getting another job. I'm glad you're not. Yeah, I have to pay the bills. I'm trying to, you know, do it somehow but Amen. it's so funny i i don't know <laughs> it's not funny <laughs> we're all just trying to pay bills here yeah we're all just, just stuck in this lower middle class i literally like when i go into work these jobs i literally like turn on a switch where i'm just like i i can't i can't let any of this information flood my brain Mm-mm. all of my knowledge all of my wisdom all of my patience all of my you know morals internally i can't let it suck that out of me so i just kind of go and put it on pause for a second and just go into this like autopilot kind of like friendly let's get a job done and go home kind of deal mm-hmm. i try not to scratch the surface too much and let people know too much and that's what it is you know i'm not that way <laughs> <laughs> i'm like all right first day who wants to know who i am talk right. to me <laughs> Well, I have this thing about me where I feel like I I get I I'm like mysterious, but I I tell people a lot, but I tell them certain things. Mm. And I keep I love to keep an aura of mystery. Mm, you're like I need people to know different things every day. Yeah, it's part they of they need my, to learn part of my shtick. I love it. 
yeah just kind of you got to leave people with a little mystery of like certain aspects of your life and that's the fun part about life and opening up and like learning about different people's energies and what you can Mm. share with different people because you can choose different people in your life to you know work through different parts of yourself and explore different parts of yourself exclusively with that person and i always thought growing up that kind of made me a flake but i think that's actually it's kind of like just relating to someone in a way in a different way well and everyone you... has their their thing that they're good at their thing that they're good at, at telling people or teaching yeah. people and and some of it you can't say it's like an energy it's like yeah. it's like certain things you can do and say with certain people and little inside jokes you end up creating in those little relationships am i just describing a relationship <laughs> with a person you just slowly <laughs> tell them more and more about yourself yeah. kind of but but you can change that dip well, to different people no i and, and i get it because you're like i mean i feel like i wouldn't go to like specific people about like a problem in my life if it had to do with like lgbtq things like right. i would not go to like some straight person and be like hey yeah you're not going to sister sally for uh, questions uh, you know about anal loop <laughs> <laughs> i don't know sister sally might know she, she might have the best <laughs> sister sally's anal loop brought to you by the sober gay oh your mic just said bye girl i can't endorse this anymore <laughs> I i'm not listening to this shit anymore excuse me don't talk about anal on this show <laughs> i know these are good christian microphones <laughs> Praise um, the Lord. Um, so tell me then. I need to know. Okay. Well, first of all, we're asking questions to each other. Okay. I, oh yeah, we are going to do want, that. I want to know. Okay, you're starting. What have you told? Not told me. What have I not told you? Yeah. What's something that you have not said to me, or like you kept a mystery for me? Um, Ooh. I would say. Okay. I get to learn something <laughs> new too. Okay. Let's see. Um, I would say something that you don't know i feel like there's do i know a lot of things. things um i feel like you do know a lot of things i feel like there's a lot of things like you're someone i feel like that's on, like on the inner circle of my life because it kind of webs out and gotcha. i feel like there's a certain point where there's like if i was to go any deeper on this show it, you know it's beyond the web heard, at that point heard. unless okay. you want me to spill a secret on air oh th- I don't know. Do we want to spell a secret <laughs> on air, Dylan? Um, How are you feeling about that? I don't know. Let's see. Why don't you ask me a question and then we'll let you think we'll about circle it. Circle back. Yeah, we'll circle back if you feel okay. comfortable. If not, I'll have to come up with something different. Okay. Okay. My question for you, my first question is, what is your definition of true love? Oh. True. True love. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, that's such a hard thing to answer because I feel like love is dependent on the person you're with and each person that you're with is going to love in a different way. So like true love to me is just, I guess, being able to love the person no matter what it is that they are doing, going through, blah, 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 blah. And you're, that's, that's true love. You'll, you'll take it you'll take anything for what it is and learn to work with it. It's kind of like back to that energy thing, like where there's different energies, people love differently as well. Yeah. And it's almost like, and this is where I, I, I'm a monogamous person, but I also understand polyamorous relationships so much because 
you want to share those energies with different mm-hmm. people and who's to say you should limit that to you know one other person well, so it, i totally understand i think I that there's it. like an emotional energy and then there's a sexual energy and i think both of those lit- and i do believe that sex can be had without love like i do yeah. believe that that's a thing and i do i think that like sometimes like your partner might not be able to give you the thing that you need and being able to open up that relationship not only allows you to trust that person a little bit more but allows you to trust each other in like what you're doing and knowing that like yeah he might not be able to satisfy you or they might not be able to satisfy you in that way but you can also go to this other person and be like hey i need this as well and if there was like if that was openly communicated I feel like that would be the solution or that they could come to and that, you know what I mean? It could be talked about. Yeah. I never, under- <clears throat> I never understood why um, cheating like was always the end all be all. And I mean, I shouldn't say I never understood because there was a time in my life where I was just so like, I just did everything like the way I thought everything should be done. And I would be like, Oh, they cheated. And I'm so hurt. And you know, I'm so betrayed and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, you know, when you grow, you learn different things about different people. And I just I never at that point, I didn't understand why there was so much hatred towards people that would cheat because I'm like, wow, everyone makes mistakes in their life. Why is it when it becomes a, a sexual mistake or a, I shouldn't say sexual mistake, but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's like when, when it becomes like that line or whatever is crossed. People, it's like the end all. Yeah, people people think that they, and, and, I, and I get it like there is obviously some sort of extra pull when you have sex. And I get that there is some sort of extra emotion behind that. And I think some people think so far into it of like, Oh my gosh, they're sharing themselves with someone else. Like their whole selves when it's really kind of like, they don't even know who I am necessarily. I might just be sleeping with them. I think that comes down a lot to the, the ego and ownership of another human being. Mm-hmm. And that's your property and that's your that your person. And, you know, mm-hmm. mothers kind of do that with sons sometimes. You I see, think you all, know what I mean? I think like, all parents. I mean, they yeah, have a and daughter, Dads with daughters and they, they you know, thems and yeah, they all like in between. To, they really like to hold on to like controlling people. And I think that's a lot of our issues is we like to like be like, oh, you can't do that because I don't want you to. Yes. If, I think that is a lot of what happened in my childhood. You know, there was a lot of like, you know, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. And I always would wonder, why can't I do this and that? And now that I'm older, it's like, well, this and that I couldn't do because they couldn't do or they mm-hmm. didn't. You, they never didn't have the chance to or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? I remember there was this this time I, I had a friend that I hung out with all the time. And my parents told me um, they were like, no, you actually can't hang out with them anymore. And I was like, why? And for them, they were they he was a bad kid. And that's what they saw in them. And they didn't want me hanging out with that. For me, it was like, well, this is my choice. And if I want to hang out with someone, why are you stopping me? Like, that's that's who I am. Yeah. And that's one thing that's like, sorry, parents. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of our parents generation didn't like fully grasp that whole, like when they would think we're sneaking around or doing this, it's just letting us get our character development and just release the grips right. a little bit, you know, like we're, people are going to do what they want to do. And that's the end. Of, that's going to be end point blank period. People are going to do what they want to do. Yeah. I and, truly believe that our, people, no matter what you say, it's kind of like that, like, when people say oh don't touch that piece of paper mm. people are like mm, okay mm. now i really want to fucking touch that piece of paper yeah you add, anytime you add uh, the word don't do this you add an allure to it like a temptation a, well, you know it's a, a drugs and alcohol think about it. don't mm. don't smoke weed it's illegal don't do these things it's illegal that just causes people to 
want to use these things right. because they're like, oh, it's something that why can't I use it? Why? Why shouldn't I use it? Yeah. Why am I lighting my grandparents' cigarette on the stove? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I don't miss those days. <laughs> oh, my God, I love it. Here it is. Get as many puffs as you could before you dand it over. <laughs> oh, no. I'll get it for you right away. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you smell like smoke? Oh, it was just all in the house. Oh. I used to go through the cigarette a- or the ashtrays and pick out all the butts and take them into the bathroom and just phew, chain smoke. Ten mm. years old, nine years old. I was young. Mm, tell me. I see oh, it. I love. I see it. What they smoked in the house, so. You had you had it around you. You're just like it's it's there. Why not? Yeah. Why not do you it? Could, if you could just go in the bathroom and no one's gonna question why the house smells like smoke. You know, mm-hmm. people are walking around with cigarettes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone in my family smoked at that time. It was when I was living and um with my like full dad side of the family. So like dad, stepmom, stepbrother, stepsister, brother. Oh my god! They were older than me, and I was living in the den. <laughs> I never really had a bedroom until I was like thirteen. <laughs> um. Oh, but I was living in the den at this place and it, like pretty much everyone smoked because they were at like that point, like 16. Mm-hmm. My bro- stepbrother and stepsister are twins. So my brother is only like one year behind them. So it was like 15, 16. And then me, like, you know, young one, <gasps> they were all smoking and it was OK. So, I mean, little Dylan, <laughs> it's OK if I smoke. I'm just going to take them all here and just smoke, to- smoke them, too. I so. You know, it's hard to get away from cigarettes for me. That's one of the things that I think is just always going to haunt me is like nicotine and smoking. I love like just like that. But sensation. you love drinking, too. I did love drinking. And you got I away know. from it. You're right. I do want to conquer it. Yeah, I think you can. I know you can. Actually, I yeah. I know you can. It's not I think. But yeah, it is. It, and granted, it is up to you to you and wanting to stop as well so like yeah. if you hey if you want to continue smoking please do it yeah and i just have this love hate love 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 relationship with it <laughs> it's just like uh it's horrible because nothing will ever replace a smoke like cigarette or like you know that what i mean feel like, of it going down it's and, so trashy yeah. and delicious but like it's horrible i hate the smell of it i hate the taste of it but like I love the feel and the action of doing it. It's horrible. It's haunting. If you ever go to Europe on their cigarette packs, they show you all of these pictures of people who've like smoked and had these medical problems. So like there was one that was like um, trigger warning. I'm so sorry if this is really, but one was like of an aborted fetus that was black. And um, yeah, it was, and it's like, these are pictured on all of the cigarette boxes where all of them are very like exaggerated, but it's like, this is what happens. I've seen the pictures of lungs on the Canadian ones. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. They will give you different things on uh, every pack that you buy. They want you to know everything. Yeah. We just get like, Hey, don't do it. If you're pregnant, please. <laughs> just so you know, surgeon general's warning, right. smoking cigarettes while pregnancy may cause birth defects, but we're going to slap a $2 off coupon on top of <laughs> <laughs> on most of packs. <laughs> all right though thanks marvel <laughs> so that was my secret smoking <laughs> no it wasn't okay i do got a question for you okay go ahead <clears throat> what has been your favorite part about sobriety what has stuck out to you the most i think getting to know myself again in like an authentic way and i feel i feel like i use that word a lot on the show authentic and stuff like that but like it's so true 
just like getting to like pull down this veil that mm-hmm. I'd been creating because I feel like drinking is like putting making a virtual scrapbook page over ne- over everything. And then once you get it all clogged up, you got to like peel all that down and like Mm. see your true self that's underneath everything come through. Mm. So like just peeling away all that bullshit that I had taught myself, learned about myself and holding on to and like letting go of all that stuff and just, you know, seeing who I am and what I'm all about and not be so defensive and angry or anything like that. Mm. It's a big, it's a big, uh, Big change big for you. Yeah. Yay, yay. <laughs> and the sabre, yay. Yay, yay, yeah. yeah. It's a big yay, yay Good. moment. Yeah. I, would I say love so. that. I love that answer. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Any other answer would have sucked. <laughs> uh, okay. Question for you. Oh. Ooh. Okay. I got to think of one. <laughs> <laughs> um, when was the last time you felt lonely? <laughs> uh, honestly? Like, or you could lie. I, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I had a pretty rough birthday, and I felt pretty lonely on my birthday, to be honest. Mm. So that makes me sad. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, a long day, and a lot, a lot had happened that day. So, um, I had schoolwork and some other things that just kind of made the day kind of suck. So, mm. overall, though, I mean, like. I'm good. I'm happy to be 29, but I felt I felt pretty alone. Those loneliness. Yeah. Mm, I'm sorry. It's all right. I got to speak with my mom and dad and say hi to them and and everyone. So I have a I have a couple birthdays I remember looking back that were just kind of filler. Yeah. And they just like they you don't do anything you, you or you work the whole day or just something not non significant. And it just doesn't seem I don't know birthdays. It's nice to celebrate, but then at the same time, it just like it almost feels like so much work to just try to get people together and hang out and do something. So then it just seems so more stressful just to try to like do something for your birthday as opposed to just eh, letting I get it go. It. I yeah. get it. And it's like everything takes planning with stuff like that. It's so hard to accommodate people's schedules. We're all at such different points of our lives, and people are doing this and that. And yeah, it's hard to get a group of people together. You know, he is. And somehow we did it for Thanksgiving. We did. We did a little Thanksgiving. Our, this is our third Thanksgiving. We've like, like had a Friendsgiving. Third Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's crazy. Every yeah. single year that we've moved to Denver. Well, no, you were here a year before me. Were you going on four years? Yeah, I'm going on four years. So this will this was your fourth Thanksgiving here. No. Is it? So we've celebrated every Thanksgiving together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, hold on. Let's just do math real quick. I moved here in September of 2018. So, yeah, then you had that year. So the next year was the first year that I came because I came in 2019. Okay. So we've only had two Thanksgivings together? We've had three, but you've had four (laughs) here. You've had four here. Oh yes! Oh my God, my first Thanksgiving here. So tell me, I was still drunky skunk then. So, um, we I had some friends over that were that lived in Boulder at the time. So because I had just okay. moved to Denver at that point, because I moved here in September of that year, and it was no November. That's when Thanksgiving <laughs> is held. If you didn't know, <laughs> and I had um, some friends over, and we decided to do um a. It was my first year in Denver, so we decided to do a stoned 
Thanksgiving. Okay. And we did it pretty easily. We just made infused butter and put the butter in the mashed potatoes, on the turkey, and the stuffing, and the rolls, and the pies. We medicated everything, which sounds like such a badass thing to do for Thanksgiving. But, like, in retrospect, like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember the one time you made us that butter, and it was, like, 300,000 THC. Yeah, it's insane because you know i took that class before i moved here on how to like make wheat butter and stuff yeah anyway um but yeah we dosed the whole meal and we're drinking heavily the whole time as well so uh, yeah wild how many plates did you eat i don't remember i'm, I'm sure i <laughs> i ate feel a lot. like that's like a like one of those um feedback loops it's a positive feedback loop yeah. it's like you eat more weed and it's like now you're hungry right eat more eat more <laughs> right i also have this thing in my brain too is like when i taste certain flavors it can totally turn totally turn me off and like if i taste that like weed flavor in like a savory mashed potato it's kind of weird interesting so i remember just being kind of like mm, and just kind of like eating fast <laughs> like trying to like not, i don't want to taste i don't want to get the secondhand taste of weed so just like you know <laughs> i get that mm, yeah mm. i wouldn't want that either yeah that's the one thing about weed products like the edibles is like they have that aftertaste that this like lingers and it's just like in the back of your throat and you're like uh, and you yeah. burp and you're like yep <laughs> yep it's there same with the coke drip <laughs> <laughs> that's more like it's numb yep it's yeah. there <laughs> like why is there gasoline in my throat <laughs> coming from my nose oh, oh, red wine stained gasoline oh. oh my god that sounds like my emo band I could have created in red, wi- red wine stained gasoline that does sound like a the red wine stained gasoline lips <laughs> oh my god <laughs> some 69 are you going what 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 is that uh festival that they do uh with all the uh, warp tour warp tour (laughs) no i'm just going to melted tour it's it's not as warped (laughs) such a bad joke it's okay to say it (laughs) i didn't get it at first because it wasn't good (laughs) because what's the rule if you have to explain a joke it's not funny I don't know. Sometimes yeah, there's tears in your eyes, so I think I did something right. <laughs> I've been crying all day. Oh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I know we are. We're doing pretty good on time. We too. are. We're, we're like overtime. I was like, we doing. We're doing a long episode. You all mm-hmm. strap in. Hold on, because it's about tight. to be forty minutes. Oh my god, do you think so? I don't know. We we could do it, girl. I'm gonna have to chop it up for content. <laughs> We can split it into part one and part two. Mm, okay, Aubrey. Yes. If you <laughs> had one superpower, what would it be? I think it would be the ability to like telekinesis, like read people's minds, like uh, that, and like control oh, wait, things no, with control your mind. Things. Yeah, yeah, I'll move objects. Yeah, because then you can do everything. I could be like, well, I'll control myself and float myself. Oh, so then I could fly, oh. and then I could also like control myself to be super strong somehow. I don't know how, but yeah. we'll figure it out. I'll... With my control, yeah, duh. make people think you're strong. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Mind control control i'd take it <laughs> i think that would be a fun superpower yeah um I, other than that i would probably go with like super speed 
fast as fuck, boy. Yeah, I'd be fast as fuck. <laughs> Get out of places all over town. Yeah, you would. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Okay. If I feel like I've asked you this before. Oh, I have, but I, they don't know. Ooh. What animal okay. would you be if you could be an animal for a day? Mm. It's hard toss up between like a cat or a bird. Just for like the flying aspect of a bird. Okay. Or just like the fun prey and pounce of a cat. Okay. Definitely a wild cat. Because I'd want to like have that. Like, so you'd want to be like a lion. Or just like a wild <laughs> street cat. A wild street cat. I love it. You know. Because I want to explore Denver as a memory cat. Memory all alone in the moonlight. No cats? No. I... I've never seen cats, but <laughs> I know okay. about it. It's okay. I know cats. I've just never seen it. It's okay that you're homophobic. I, you know, that's like the <laughs> fourth time I've heard that in the past week. It's just funny. I don't watch RuPaul's. I don't. It's perfect for the show. I bring the bottom energy. You bring the top energy for the show. It's like, it gives the sports. <laughs> it gives good perspective for both sides, though. Both it sides really of, the gay, of the gay side. Just so you know, there are straight gays <laughs> what oh you mean internalized homophobia <laughs> that's what i mean <laughs> yeah if you're mad at gay people for being gay then you're homophobic amen point blank period are you homophobic yes <laughs> no i'm not that's gonna be taken out of context <laughs> <laughs> somehow we're gonna be like y'all you have to listen to the reading before okay Everything the reading before. How did he do that? He oh, just kept it right here. Just, you know, little snap, snap, <laughs> crackle, pop. Ooh. Um, I'm I definitely have titties right now because you know I've been eating good. That's good. I've been eating good. Yeah. Did you eat a lot on Thanksgiving? I did. I did. I had a lot of stuffing, mashed potatoes, mm. and mm. sweet potatoes. Mm. Mm. What else is? Oh my god! Also, our friend made a uh pumpkin ginger pie and that was really i didn't good. get wait what it was really it where was, was like, the pumpkin ginger pie it was like on top of the dishwasher <laughs> like that area <laughs> yes <laughs> yes because you know i go check the dishwasher for some pies but it was like a ginger cookie crust it was like <laughs> ginger <laughs> cookie crust with Sorry. pumpkin it's okay it's just funny because let's just be real the audio got cut out for a second long story short so we're having to retell a story that i was just in the middle of talking about it's always so hard to get that authentically correct so i'm just like oh pumpkin pie ginger crust i'm crying <laughs> But we basically came back to tell you guys bye. <laughs> you didn't even explain the bye. I didn't get all the bye. It had a ginger cookie crust. That was it. That's the gag. That's that's the. So if you all want a ginger cookie crust, it was great, delicious. Um, bye. <laughs> oh my god. I know. That that was done too. Oh my god. Okay. Well <laughs> So we lost the- We we lost the camera too, so the camera shut out too. Damn. 
What is its problem? Apparently, it, thirty minutes not not. It had full battery and no. I know you just put the battery in. Yeah, and full space. It was saying we're done with this episode. Anyway, so, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we have a website, sobergay.com. You can find stuff. Leave us a tip. Find us on Instagram, the Sobergay Podcast. <laughs> and if you want to go to YouTube, you can find. Set yeah. the sober gay on YouTube. Yeah, just watch our video because it, well, it, you can't watch it. We're looking at the camera that's turned <laughs> off right now, so this will just be dark on the YouTube video. But watch our video, enjoy yeah. us, and Laugh like along. and subscribe. Like, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, stay, stay sober, girl. girl.